Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Hey, sister friend, welcome back to the Garden of Favor. Hey, before I get into today's episode, I would love to ask a favor of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would so greatly appreciate if you would give us a review and subscribe to the channel as well as share on social media. It um, touches me so much to connect with you. And so one of the things that I feel is a little bit of a disconnect with the podcast is I don't get to see your faces. I don't get to interact with you. And so if if that is you and you're looking to interact with me a little bit, I want to interact with you. Head on over to the Garden of Favor Bloom Society Facebook group. It's a free community where you can connect with other like-minded Christian entrepreneurs just like you and myself. I would love to say hi. I would love to learn more about you and your business and uh, how I can support you in your journey as well. So let's dive into today's topic, which is probably one of the most common things I get a lot as a coach for Christian entrepreneurs. And it's always this question around, I really want to know the next step. I want to have clarity on, I want to have confidence in what does God want me to do next? Like, what does this look like? What should I be doing next? I I have this idea maybe, or maybe you have no idea, but I find that a lot of times women will have this idea, and by women I I fall in this category because I have been this person too, where I kind of have this idea, but I, I don't know how to go about doing it, or I don't really have the details of it. I don't have clarity on it. I've got this kind of, maybe this big picture, but I don't know how to break it down. Or maybe I have uh, not really even too much of the details, but I, I know that it's it's this concept. And so if you are looking for the next thing, right, the next step, this episode is for you. And I feel like the, the Lord kind of dropped this in my spirit as I was taking notes to do this episode. And I feel like he shared with me the next thing requires the last thing. The next thing requires the last thing. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that the Lord loves you. God is a good father and he is not going to overwhelm you. So much so that someone like me who is a visionary, if you're a visionary, raise your hand. I I can totally relate to that, that sometimes you get this big picture and then it's like, wait a second, how do I make that work? Or how's this all going to happen? And the Lord will bless me with those big pictures, but he very rarely gives me the step-by-step to get to the big picture. What he does do is he gives one step, one step at a time. And so the next thing, hello, control freak, the one who wants to know every little detail of everything that's coming, right? The next step requires the last step. And I think so oftentimes 
we want to know the big picture because we want to control the situation. We want to control the outcome. We want to feel like we've got a hand on this. And really, in all reality, God doesn't want us to feel like we have it all figured out. A couple of reasons. Well, one, we forget to go back to God. We forget to ask him. We forget to check in with him. Listen, I have done that. God gave me the thing and I ran the race. I ran the race so much so that I ran ahead of him. I always think about, you know, I want God to God to be like, right, I want to be in step with God. I don't want to get ahead of him, but I don't want to also be too slow and be behind him. And I think so oftentimes as women who want to do really well, I think our hearts and our intentions are, are, are pure in that we want to do it right, right? Because sometimes we can get into this like, we need to prove ourselves worthy and we want to be perfect and do it right, whether we're doing it for the Lord or we can, there's all kinds of stuff there. That, but all of that to say that, Oftentimes, God's not going to give us every single step because he wants to know you're willing to do the last thing he told you to do. And I want to give you a few examples of this. And so you've probably heard, I've said it before, a lot of people say it, it's not anything new, but action brings clarity, right? And so in this in, in this same regard, action will bring the next step. So whatever God told you to do last, that is what you have to do. Because he is a good father and he's not going to muddy the water or confuse you or allow you to get out of step. And so when what do you do? You've got to do the last thing that God asked you to do. And that will bring the next step. And I actually was talking to a former one-on-one client of mine. She had shared with me that she got baptized. And it was so exciting to see her taking that step of obedience in her faith and uh, letting other people know like Jesus is my Lord and Savior and I am here to proclaim him and I'm ready to do this thing with him. And so I love that. And I literally cried when she, uh, when I saw the video of her being baptized and within 24 hours, she got this incredible download from the Lord. And so she's sharing with me. So when we were coaching one-on-one together, I kind of had this idea of what I thought the Lord was preparing her for and positioning her for, which I don't always tell my clients that because it's not its not my job to do that. It's, it's actually not my place. Uh, and so when she told me, uh, she made a post on social saying, oh my goodness, she's like, I woke up Monday morning and I just, my hand could not stop writing. And I, I literally had pages of notes and it was like, I got this download from the Lord and I can't wait to share more with you. So I messaged her and I'm like, oh my goodness, tell me more because I know what it's like to have a download. I know what it's like when your hand is writing so furiously, so fast. It's not you. There's just no possible way it's you because you don't even know where this stuff's coming from. It's just over, there's an overflow. It's flooding out of you. And so she proceeds to tell me the story and she's like, Heather, oh my goodness. She said, so you know I got baptized on Sunday and she's like I woke up Monday morning and I'm praying about you know God what's next and she said I literally just took pages and pages of notes and I said do you realize what happened you were obedient and God blessed that and so I've often said the phrase that the blessings are on the other side of obedience clarity for the next step is also on the other side of obedience whatever God is asking you to do 
And as I started to think about different seasons in my life, when the blessings were on the other side of that and or that next step, that clarity, and uh, you might think that I know what I'm doing over here, but let me just be real with you. I have I have pivoted so many times. In fact, I have an episode called Position for the Pivot. I feel like God might have me a book write, me write a book about that one day. Because I have I have pivoted so many times in my career, so much so that like I'm on the fourth rendition of a website, and I've never had a website that's been up for more than three months, because I didn't because I, I changed I changed what I was doing, or I should say God you know God changed where I was going, and so all of that to say that I know what it's like to really want clarity on that next step, and I can think of. There have been very pivotal times for me personally that once I had, once I took obedience, and sometimes that's radical obedience, and sometimes it's super simple stuff that is seemingly not really all that important. But God's not looking for the size of the obedience or the 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 magnitude of of what we're doing. He's looking for our hearts. And so I encourage you to stop. And if you really have been praying to the Lord about what is the next step? What does this look like? What what you want this big picture? Well, one, I've shared with you before, but my word for 2020, my word for 2021 is surrender. And at first that terrified me. I thought it was awful. I tried to trade. I was like, God, can we trade? Let me give you a couple other options and like, you know, confirm this for me. And no, he was like, no, I, I surrender. I really want you to learn this. And so over the first few months of 2021, he he defined that for me, what he meant by that and he, what he means and what he meant by surrender, which I'm learning still, but surrender the need to know. Surrender the need to know how. Surrender the need to know what. Surrender the need to know who. Surrender the need to know why. Surrender the need to know where. Surrender the need to know all the details. Heather, give me your yes today. Do what I've asked today. Give me your yes today. Trust me that I have your best interest at heart and I am not going to lead you astray. I'm going to give you everything you need in order to fulfill whatever I have created you to do. I don't know who needed that today, but maybe you need to surrender the need to know all the details and be obedient to the next step. Again, regardless of how little or how big that might look. Sometimes that might be uh, something really small and something really simple. So I again, I started thinking about that for me and I'm like, you know, I think about some of these pivotal seasons of my life when I got major clarity on. So Bloom Academy is one of the things that I feel like the Lord gave me a divine download. One morning I was in my quiet time with the Lord and my hand could not stop writing. And before I knew it, I had, you know, a, a, so many pages of notes and I look back on it and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like a course or a program or, or like something and I prayed about it. What do you want me to do with this? What do you want me to do with this? And I didn't get an answer what he wanted me to do with that. I didn't feel like I had peace and confidence and clarity around what, but I knew that that was something. I knew it was significant. Fast forward like months and months and months later, God then opened the doors for me to create that into a eight-week experience for women who want to identify their purpose and their calling and grow in their relationship with the Lord, learn how to hear from him better and really understand why and how they were uniquely made to fulfill whatever God has created them to do. All that to say, there was a big process in between the download and then the delivering the download. And I think about that year and I think about all the things that the Lord didn't give me all of it when he gave me the details of it because he knew I wasn't ready for it. 
And he probably also knew that the women who were going to do it weren't ready for it either. And so I think back to my life and some things that the Lord has asked me to do and that the blessings were on the other side of obedience and the clarity was on the other side of my yes. So in order for us to know the next thing God wants us to do, he, it requires us to do the last thing he told us to do. So I want to encourage you to perhaps search your heart and ask the Lord to give you a reminder, a friendly reminder, God, what is the last thing that you asked me to do that maybe I didn't do? Maybe I ignored. Maybe I thought was too scary. Maybe I thought really wasn't even a big deal at all. But ask the Holy Spirit to guide you back to what he asked you to do last because he's a good father and he's not going to confuse you. He's not going to give you, he's not going to have you skip a step, right? Because he wants to make sure the foundation that he's laying this thing on is solid. And if you skipped a layer of a foundation and you put more and more and more on top of it, but that one, think of Jenga, right? Like that, that one piece that's pulled out makes that whole thing shaky. We love Jenga. We've got like the human size one. It's super fun. Um, but maybe we'll do that at the retreat when we have our retreat coming up, which I'm super excited to share with you guys about, um, that it'll be coming up in 2021. But all of that to say, I have some examples in my own life when the Lord has asked me to do things. And so, um, one of the things that maybe was like seemingly small in, um, I guess, uh, I, I mean, it's really big, but really not, you know, so um, it's one thing when the Lord's like, take radical obedience and uh, like quit your job, which I've had that happen. I actually felt in 2019 that the Lord was asking me to close my faith-based apparel business. It was called Living on a Prayer Apparel and my boutique. I felt very strongly he was saying, you are too busy. Let's get unbusy. This is the season of unbusiness. So I had a going out of busyness sale and I sold everything. And that allowed me to see that I had been muddying the water with plan A, plan B, plan C, all the things so much that it was distracting me from plan A, right? I love that we can have multiple streams of income. I think that's great. I've heard people say that it's biblical to have seven streams of income. I actually haven't studied that yet, but I'm curious to know where that is in scripture and all the things. However, I think so. sometimes we can get so focused on finding a plan B, finding a plan C, that we forget that God is plan A. God is plan A. So all that to say, the Lord said, close down your apparel, close down your boutique. My apparel business, Living on a Prayer Apparel, it is trademarked. It is like my baby. Um, I loved so many aspects about it. I love the subscription boxes that we were doing. I love the t-shirts. I love the hats. I loved, I loved seeing people post pictures about it online, like everything about it. I absolutely loved, but I felt so strongly that the Lord was saying, pause, close it down. And I don't know, perhaps he will bring it back in some way. I have some ideas. But what that allowed me to do was get out all the distractions, get out all the noise. And while it was a death, it also was a birth. It was a birth to this podcast because I could have not, I wouldn't have had the capacity to do this podcast. It was a birth to focus on coaching, 100% focus on coaching. Because with the other two businesses, I had so much going on between motherhood and, and multi, and I had four businesses at the time, it allowed me to focus. It allowed me to get re-centered. It allowed me to get all the distractions away. And so that was kind of a radical thing because that was a lot of, that was my pride. You know, I thought like, oh, but this is my thing. And he's like, yeah, no, that's my thing. And just give it back to me and I'll, I'll trade you for something better. But that took a big, that took a pretty big 
step of obedience. Now, another thing that the Lord has asked me to do before is, is ask for forgiveness. This is kind of one of those things that there was no money involved. There was no, um, you know, no, no major thing like that, but it definitely was pride. It definitely was, um, humility. You know, the Lord was like asking me to say, Hey, like reconcile with this sister in Christ that you hurt regardless if it was your intention to hurt her or not you hurt her and while I do think that people have the responsibility to choose their own thoughts their own um their own actions you know I do also think that when we do things that hurt people we don't always get to choose whether or not that hurt people right it it it, it either did or it didn't and if it did if we can if we can say I'm sorry like I, I'm sorry um, not asking to be besties again, you know, uh, there was some major stuff in between us, but I did feel like the Lord was saying, tell her you're sorry and try to reconcile that friendship between you and another sister in Christ. And so that one was a, a bit uncomfortable and a bit of a stretch. It took me a little while to get there, uh, because this person hurt me very, very deeply. Um, but I think, you know, she'd probably say the same that I, I hurt her very, very deeply. And all of that to say that after I did that, there was this weight that was lifted from my heart and my shoulders. You know, God's yoke is easy. His burden is light. And so that that me taking that obedient step of forgiveness created space for God to give me the next thing. It created space. And so a lot of the times in my, in my coaching and in my courses, I talk about that we each have a garden and the Lord uh, wants to plant certain things in our garden. However, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he wants steak in your garden. And what he does is he plants weeds. He loves to have weeds. He loves to make sure that your soil is not going to um, prosper right? But God's the complete opposite of that. And so what we like to do is pull out a weed. Forgiveness is a weed. A bit, or I should say bitterness is a weed, but the lack of forgiveness, right? For holding on to anger, resentment, bitterness towards somebody, that's taking up space in our garden that the Lord wants to use to plant something else. And perhaps that's where you are and God's saying, hey, you need to rectify this situation and, and reconcile this friendship or this a relationship with somebody so that I can plant the next thing in the place where there was a weed staying there. All right, those are two examples. Another example that the Lord asked me to do was get off social media. Um, this has happened a couple times in my life. And so uh, uh, several years ago, it was also in 2019, lots lots of challenges in 2019. The Lord's like, do you hear me? Because I'm always praying, God, give me eyes to see, ears to hear, and heart to obey. Well, sometimes I have the eyes to see, the ears to hear, but we don't always have the heart to obey. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. And it seems like it's it's irrational. It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't make sense for him to tell me to close down two businesses, one, and get off social media, take a break. What? I'm like, wait, what? Get off social media, close down two businesses. Where am I going to make an income, God? He's like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you believe that I'm your shepherd and you lack nothing? Like Psalm 23 says, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't think so. But that obedience to get off social media and have a month and a half off created space for me to hear from God for the next step. Not only did it create space, it created a, a sense of peace and, and, and it allowed me to get rid of stress. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. In that rest season, not only did he provide, and at the time, if you know my story, we lost our, you know, our big business. It was an eight-figure business. It, it, it retired my husband, and uh, we lost it. And 
you know, as I'm trying to come back from that huge loss, uh, he's like, oh yeah, and close down that business too, and close down that business too, and get off social media. I'm like, wait, what? That was another radical step of obedience. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. But I think about it and I'm like, you know, the Lord has just blessed us so many times when we, we've, I've been obedient. And not only has he blessed us because the blessings are on the other side of obedience, but the next step is after the last step, right? The, the last step of obedience. And so another thing that I think about just recently over this last um this last year in uh, September, I really felt like the Lord was putting on my heart that I had my priorities out of whack and that I was so focused on my business, my business tree, that I was not focusing on my very first ministry. I didn't even look at my children necessarily as a ministry, right? I was so focused on sharing Jesus with you all and wanting to teach women about God and teaching you how to read your Bible and pray and hear from God that the Lord was like, what about your babies? The very the very people that I trusted you with, the very precious gifts that I have given you. And so I really felt like the Lord started positioning me and my heart to focus on my family and I'm gonna be honest that was not easy that did not sound fun that did not sound easy and I'm like I don't really like not I mean I love my kids right it's not that it's just like I would rather be doing ministry to adults that can kind of understand me you know and so he was starting to position my heart hence the uh, homeschooling was a thing and I, I knew that the Lord was just working on me to to really focus on my home so I was on this walk one day and I'm, you know, praying out to God, like, God, what are the next steps? You know, all the things. And I saw this sign and it said it was, it had a picture of ki- a kid running across, you know, it said children at play. And then it said, slow down and at 10 miles per hour. And I think it just said slow, but slow 10 miles per hour. And I was like, oh my goodness. I felt so deeply. He was like, that's you, your kids are your first priority. There are children at play in your home. Slow down, slow down. But in my brain, I'm like, um, I don't know that that makes sense. George was in the interview process for his job. And I was getting ready to ramp up for Q4 of 2020 thinking, okay, I'm going to ramp up. I'm going to end the year with a bang. We're going to like relaunch this thing. I'm going to sell X amount of, you know, one-on-one spots, all the things I'm thinking from a marketing perspective. And the Lord's like, nope, slow down. Wait, what? Wait, what? And so I obeyed. And I decided not to relaunch my next program. And I decided not to proactively try to fill any one of my coaching spots. And it just so happened that we ended up putting our house on the market and we sold it. And we closed on it in October. Mind you, again, George did not have a job yet. We had retired him. We were still figuring that out. But he was interviewing uh, for the first time in three years for it to go back to the corporate world. And God's like, slow down. I'm like, but I don't understand, God. Like, I'm the one who makes the money. And he's like, well, no, I'm the one who makes the money. You just are the steward of it, right? God is the giver. I, I'm i just supposed to manage that. Listen, the Lord has just totally rocked my world with money. And that will be another episode. Um, but uh, there's so much. I mean, I could probably just do a podcast all about money. All that to say that literally that next month in October, George and I were able to sell our home. And the profit that we made from selling our home, which right now is still even a hot market, uh, we were able to make in that month, like uh, more than some people's salary. Um, Well, well, I would even say this, more than the year after we lost our business, we made more just from the sale of our home than we did the year after I lost 
our business. We lost, I don't know, I lost, whatever. Um, that is the kind of God we serve. That he's like, I got you. I'm going to give you the next step. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to tell you what you need to know. In order for you to know the next thing, I need you to do the last thing I ask you to do. No matter how big, like telling somebody you're sorry, well, that's, you know, or, or closing down a business or quitting your job or donating $10 to, I don't know, like giving money to a homeless person. Like the, the Holy Spirit wants to, he's, he's our, he's your guide. He's our guide. He's our advocate. He's our counselor. He, he wants to guide us along our steps. And so sometimes you'll get these little promptings that just don't make sense. I've heard some crazy, awesome testimonies of people who are like, yeah, God told me to give her a hug, like the stranger. And she's like, oh, this is so weird. But I know that I know that that was the Lord telling me to give her a hug. And I, I gotta be obedient to God. Like he said it. And after that, it was like such a blessing of a story after, um, so much so that this woman said that she had been praying, God, if you're real, like I want to know, like have someone, uh, something along the lines of like have someone um, give me a hug and tell me that you love me. And sure enough, that's what this woman did. And so you just never know how God's going to move. But in order to get clarity, I think we overcomplicate because I think we think clarity is having the whole picture. And God's like, no, clarity for you is surrendering the need to know all the details, trusting me that I know every single thing and that all you need is the next step. All right? You got it? So, Father God, thank you. Thank you for giving us the clue to get the next step, the step that we often want to know. Uh, Lord, it is being obedient to the last step, no matter how small or how big it is. Father, give us eyes to see, give us ears to hear, and give us hearts to obey whatever step you're asking us to do. Again, no matter how small or how big it is, Lord, that we trust you, that we have radical faith, we have radical obedience to know that you are a good father and you are not going to overcomplicate this for us. In fact, you oversimplify it for us so that we can make sure that we're successful in being obedient to whatever it is so that we can lay a solid foundation with you, so that we can co-labor with you, so that you can know that you can trust us with the next step because we hear you clearly. So Father, any woman who is listening to this episode and she is struggling with clarity, Lord, I pray that you break off any anything um, that the enemy has been taunting her with or just uh, clogging her ears. Lord, we just pray that you break that off in the name of Jesus today and that you give her a reminder of the last step that you ask her to do and that she takes radical obedience and she has faith to know that this is a big part of the next plan and in order for her to understand it and get clarity on the next thing that all she has to do is do the last thing that you have asked her to do father we thank you we love you we give you all the glory all the praise all the honor for everything that we can say is good in our lives in jesus name amen <laughs>